Welcome everyone, I'm Sarah Wheeler, Editor-in-Chief at HW Media, with the latest installment of the Housing Wire Daily Podcast, where our editors and reporters discuss the most compelling stories and sources they're covering. Today, my guest is Brenna Nath, Director of HW Plus and Events, to talk about the April issue of Housing Wire Magazine. But before we jump in, here's a word from our sponsor. Since 2015, Finance of America Mortgage and their skilled, award-winning mortgage advisors have helped over 450,000 customers, closing more than $134 billion in loan volume. Licensed in all 50 states, plus Washington, D.C., Puerto Rico, and the U.S. Virgin Islands, Finance of America Mortgage is backed by best-in-class lending technology and a wide range of innovative mortgage products that can help turn any borrower into a customer for life. Want to join an award-winning team and evaluate your business? Visit www.joinfamtoday.com forward slash housing wire to learn more. Finance of America Mortgage LLC is licensed nationwide. Equal housing opportunity. NMLS ID number 1771. www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Equal opportunity employer. All right, we are ready to go. Brenna, welcome back to the podcast. It's always an exciting and thrilling time to be able to be a guest on here. I love having you on, as you know, and especially talking about the magazine, which we both love. The April issue is really incredible. So congratulations on such an amazing issue. It has so much on there. Um, you know, the the theme of the April issue is title. And I'm actually uh, doing this podcast from the Fours uh, Summit, which is the Future of Real Estate Summit put on by Qualia. And that is, um, you know, it's basically focused around titles. We've already had um, some really great speakers. And, you know, this this part of our industry, just like the rest of any anyone involved in the real estate transaction knows that this year is going to be challenging with, with less volume, right? So it's been really interesting to be at this conference, hear what the expert speakers are talking about. Um, I got to moderate a panel earlier on the uh, M&A activity and title, which is has been tremendous over the last two years and, and talk about what that looks like going forward. So fun that I also get to talk about title um, as it is in the April magazine. What perfect timing there. I love that's a big kind of heart that we have in things. Our magazines have long uh, followed in line with how conferences are. So the servicing issue in February follows the servicing conference and really just dives deeper into the conversations that people are happening. So just as much as we're trying to capitalize or capture what's happening in the title space in the magazine, it's cool that you're at the Forest event. They're also just hearing the big trends and what people are seeing. I'm sure I would guess there's also a big conversation then if it echoes the magazine when it comes to talent and probably along with your conversation about M&A, big themes that I think we see in the, the magazine. Absolutely. And I just have to brag a little bit on the venue. Not that I had anything to do with it. HW Plus is a sponsor, but um, they're having it at the Austin City Limits, and it's pretty cool. I have to admit, it's really you and I plan events. You are uh, our director of events, and so we we've scouted out many locations, and this one is really fun. I support that. One uh, thing I love about our space is how um, high energy we are because we are highly connected. And so I think with that, we all can 
I know there's people in the space who do jumps on a trampoline before they go on stage, or we have walkout music, <laughs> things to bring that high energy volume. So I could only imagine a conference or a summit in Austin would bring that same high, high level and a little bit of warmth. Um, it's pretty oh cold here gosh. still in Colorado, so that's got to be a nice treat as well. Oh, no, it's in the 90s. Don't, there's no warmth about it. It's hot. Oh, that's hot. <laughs> but they did have Dairy Queen blizzards as as one of the – we just had that before we started this podcast. So, um, well, jumping into the magazine. So um, we do have actually Nate Baker, who's the CEO of Qualia, is, uh, has a one of the stories in the front of the magazine, is a, a sponsored content story. And then uh, Mary O'Donnell who's the president of West Coraland Title Insurance Company, is the is the person that we spotlighted for our Take 5. And the Take 5 section is one of my favorite parts about the magazine because we literally ask someone in the industry five questions to get to know them on a completely different level than like, you know, tell me about your background. It's not their LinkedIn profile. So for instance, here it's like, if I had picked, um, we asked her, if you picked a different path, what would you be? And, you know, we have gotten some of the most interesting things on that where you're like, how did you end up here if that's the other thing that you really liked? <laughs> Hers isn't too far off because she said an interior designer, which is really fun. Um, but we have had people who you're like, wow, that that's just so interesting. Um, what are some other things about Mary that we could talk about that people don't know? I think what's cool for those who don't have the magazine sitting in front of them, they get to answer different questions like, you know, what is your morning routine like? Like if you didn't get into the mortgage industry, what would you have done? What's something that people might not know about you or, um, you know, biggest learning opportunity? What's your dream career? And, you know, this industry, going back to our first point, when Austin is cool and people get energized, those are also reflected in our member uh, take fives, also in our HV Plus member spotlights. You get to see the really cool things in here. One thing that I liked about her was her morning routine, and I would, I'd almost put hashtag goals on there, if that's not cheesy to say, which is a bike <laughs> ride on the beach with her husband, followed by a post-pedal cup of tea, a high five, and she cleans up to conquer another day. What a great way to start your day. That is amazing. That is goals. That is goals for me, for sure. I, I think my favorite part of her um, take five was, you know, we always we asked, what's your last vacation? And her last vacation was a trip to her 200 year old cottage in Ireland. And I was like, OK, that's another hashtag goals. <laughs> Both of those are great ways to live. I I think what's cool about this industry is we all learn to connect on, I feel like, our life hacks or how we grow in our career. And I was just listening to someone speak today on one thing that they try to do every morning is like meditate and set their intentions for the day. And that reminds me so much of Mary's piece of advice is like the importance of how we start off our day so we can better show up and serve this industry. And especially like an industry like Tidal where you're working to transform the space. and. I'm guessing anyone who's been in this space long enough knows we're a fast moving industry. So how you start your day, even though it's such a fun question, is such a pivotal moment there to setting the trajectory of how we can better show up for our company, better show up for our team members and present, I mean, a lot of conversations that I think we're all trying to drive forward in the spirit of change and automation and technology. I agree. Now, if you ask me my morning routine in and out of COVID, it was a little bit different. <laughs> 
So, you know, hopefully I'm back to the the post-COVID, the the norm, more normal routine that I I wake up and open up my laptop, which is not is not good. Um, the other thing that a lot of people answer in the take five section is, you know, they get to pick, uh, we send them a whole bunch of questions and they get to pick which five of the questions they want to answer. So we always get good ones. And one of the ones she answered was her workout playlist, which includes Adele, Queen and Pavarotti. So, I mean, that's pretty awesome. I love I have, you know, feel free for anyone who's listening, send Sarah your dream walkout song. We are very much Team Spotify playlist right now. Yes. So as you have songs that pump you up, energize you, that is the type of energy we want right now. And as we also look to planning conferences. So send send those song ideas our way. I love it. I think everyone should know like, hey, if I'm if I'm speaking at a conference, what am I what is my walkout music going to be? I think that's so funny when people do that, but you know what? On your own, you are always on this your own stage. You're the main character of your life, right? So you should have your own walkout music every day. <laughs> so, I mean, that makes me ask you, Sarah, what what would yours be? Oh my gosh, it would uh <laughs> I think it would be Don't Stop Believing by Journey. I know, totally. It has has to be 80s, that's for sure. What about you, Brenna? Mine's not a shocker. I would probably do Shake It Off by Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift, I knew it. One of my favorite songs to give you energy, to shake off the, you know, the, the things that are distracting you before you need to do what you're, you're supposed to do in that moment or that meeting or that stage. So shake it off, maybe do a little dance move and then go about presenting. Okay, listen, we have our annual event coming up. We have Gathering of Eagles, we have annual events, so we might just we might just get some walkout music for us. We'll see. We will we'll keep our, our listeners uh, up on that. I'm sure they're really wanting to know that. Um, let's talk about more about the magazine. Some of the commentaries we had. Um, so every magazine has um, you know, it has feature stories, it has things on on different verticals that we cover. Um, it also has commentaries. And this these are great because we really get to hear from industry leaders. So um, because this was our title, um, that was the focus of this issue. Then we had some title folks who, who gave us commentary. So tell us who contributed this time. One, so we have two commentaries, both fi- focusing on the title space. The first one I would highlight is from WFG's Wilsden Financial Group's Patrick Stone, Pat Stone. He is a great thought leader when it comes to the title space. He covered a topic which I mentioned earlier, which is uh, the, you know, the talent gap and bridging that talent gap and not just title, title and escrow and finding ways to acquire new talent. I think it's a great piece to look into. It's a theme that you're seeing in a lot of parts of the industry, but each you know, sector has their own challenges that they're trying to address. The angle that he takes on that I think is interesting is this idea of embracing technology alongside addressing the talent gap. So he talks about how, you know, I mean, to quote him here, he goes, despite the challenges of acquiring new talent in the space of a rising labor shortage, title companies are well equipped to attract new talent with the enticing possibility of joining an industry on the cusp of massive change. Well, he digs into that massive change being, okay, you can jump into this industry and this is industry right now that's also embracing technology to benefit their clients, advancing solutions, creating, um, you know, reducing operational costs and efficiencies. And so these solutions are coming into play in 2022. And so you get to merge this conversation of, hey, we need new talent to this new world of you can join this industry when we're starting to have so much more efficiencies in it. I just think that that's so interesting. I think that 
the intersection of people and technology is going to continue to drive so much of our coverage because it's so much of what people are trying to figure out, right? I mean, we we unfortunately have started the layoff period of, uh, you know, this cycle, this market cycle. So we've been seeing some of those stories. We've been reporting on some of those stories. And, you know, the hope is that we can um, create a process that really maximizes the people, uses technology to cut down on the cost um, so that, you know, it, it's not like a bloodbath every time we have to, we, the market shifts. Yeah. What I also appreciate that Pat addresses in this um, is it's not something that we have to solve right away. It's this idea of this, sol- the solution may take time, but we need to start those beginning steps and beginning to have those conversations. So saying that there's not an immediate solution, but it can get solved in time with, with that step being, you know, assault, getting new um, entrants by tapping into technology. So don't think that this is a narrative that's gonna shift overnight. We're gonna have a whole bunch of people joining the mortgage space by tomorrow, but how can we tap into the knowledge of the, you know, the workforce that it's heading towards retirement and match that with a new entrance you are willing to, you know, embrace technology? You know, it, it can be a really great business. So um, it's really fun to look at, you know, a lot of the, I mean, you have the big four in title, you have um, lots of lots of big players, but then you have a ton of family businesses is what I would call them. You know, people get into title because their family is into title and they're pretty local mom and, sh- and pop shops. So yeah, we've got to attract that next generation. Yep. And then I will also just highlight the second piece that we have. Um, it's by, you know, it's a co-author from two people at True Focus Automation where they tuck in, they kind of address this question of is the title industry on the verge of the great redeployment and the importance of automating mundane functions, how title agents can then likely improve margins, reduce error rates, and likely even um, improve turn times and productivity. So once again, we're going back to that theme of the impact that technology can have in the area and how new workflows and models can help address um, by integrating technology can address some of the more antiquated processes in title. Love it. Love it. And um, really good commentaries. We will publish them at some point on um, housingwire.com as well. Um, But uh, the people who subscribe to our magazine who are HW Plus subscribers get so much uh, original content in there that you can't really get anywhere else. Um, Love to then transition to our cover story, which is on Patty Cook. Um, I wrote this one and really it was just a, a series of, it was a Q and a that came after I had interviewed her for something else. And I was like, wow, I am just, she has been in the industry for 45 years. She just announced her retirement. Um, she's been CEO of finance of America, um, among her, you know, storied career there. And so just getting to talk to her, I was, uh, like I said, I was talking to her about uh, another thing. I was interviewing her and I was like, what an interesting career. And I really wanted to feature her and I was not disappointed. And the funny thing is I, um, one of our other reporters reached out to her to uh, talk about something and she was like, oh my gosh, that lady's great. And it's true. It's just like, she's an inspiration. Um, She's done a great job leading. She's had such an interesting career starting at Solomon Brothers uh, back in yeah. the 70s. Yeah. I mean, she was, that was yeah. a, a rough place for a woman on Wall Street at that time. And, um, you know, I got to ask her what, you know, what she loved about that and then also what she learned. Yeah. 
I, I mean, to Chigar and your point about her career trajectory to what got her here today is she also was, I think it was at Freddie Mac when they were going into conservatorship. So she went from Solomon Brothers. She also took Freddie Mac through the conservatorship days to eventually one of her biggest, you know, noteworthy accomplishments is probably being one of the few. I, I'm fact check me on this if you go broader than the housing finance industry, but one of the you know few women to take a, a company through an IPO and taking a company public and probably even smaller when you narrow it down to the mortgage industry, but that's a huge accomplishment that when you look at her background, I mean, she has the best background in order to get there. I mean, she has such a great resume, but I think there's this other side of the equation that she's also helped create so much room at the table for other people to also grow in their careers. So I know a lot of your questions revolve around mentorship. How do you find the next spotlight of leaders? And that's just been a theme that I've noticed when talking to Patty Cook that I find very valuable as someone who's in the middle of like growing her career is watching her create room and you know a seat at the table for other women, other leaders in this space. Um, but knowing that she also worked really hard to get there and she, um, Ha, did I know like has this great resume for lack of better, better words. Yeah. And, you know, um, one of the questions I asked her about her time on Wall Street, I was like, you know, what did you learn from that time? Um, that's really influenced the rest of your career. And she said, you know, she has a mantra that's, you know, excellence every day. And if you have that mantra, then, then you're going to give your best every day. And I think that she's also inspired a lot of people to do their best every day. So, so it's, it was a really great, interview, really enjoyed it. Um, some of the other things she talks about um, is the role of the consumer and how we've how the how we think about the consumer and how that's changed in the last 45 years. I mean, think about in the 70s, um, in the 80s, the way we thought about a consumer versus now where we know very specifically so much information about them, we can get to them so much earlier in the process. They have huge expectations for how easy and digital the process should be. Um, so I think that that was a really interesting answer. I would, uh, I just really enjoyed hearing her thing. And, and also, you know, like you said, she's been in so many different places. So the consumer to Freddie Mac is different than the consumer to finance of America, right? It's, it's like, well, who's the consumer and who's the, who is the end user. But if you think about homeowners as the ultimate, um, consumer that, that our whole industry is trying to serve, um, I thought it was just a really interesting way that she thought about the consumer versus, um, when she first started in the industry. I, small recommendation for watching the dropout with Elizabeth Holmes, I, or the story about Elizabeth Holmes. I just started watching that like docu mini series on Hulu. And there was a moment in the episode I was watching where they, she's like listening to a conference and they basically touch on this idea of like, we're on the cusp of technology and how it could be harnessed to make change. And that's taking that idea. And we, we keep talking about technology in this podcast, but I feel like we're starting to see that in action. You know, that wasn't that many years ago, but how can we capitalize on technology to make a difference in all ecosystems? And it wasn't that long ago where tech, I mean, I didn't have a phone growing up right on my hand or access to all of these tools. And I bring that up because you mentioned the consumer experience and how we are transforming that space is through technology and what, you know, what she has been working on, what other lenders are working on is the power that technology brings to the table and finding the data and insights to like make that change. I love it. Yeah, no, I agree with you. And, you know, I asked her the, the question that you talked about. Um, I asked her, was it one of your personal goals to take a company public during your career? And I love her answer. It was like, the short answer is not my wildest dreams. <laughs> so um, 
I think that that's really, I think that's really great. It's a really interesting interview, lots of insights. Uh, we wish her all the best as she, you know, retires from this to, to probably enjoy something else um, and recommend people to check out that cover story. What else do we have going on in the, in the magazine that people might want to read about? Yeah, I am going to take two steps back real fast and also just plug in. You mentioned in the feature with Patty that she's a woman of influence. Um, that's another conversation I've been able to have with her prior to this is when she was awarded the influence, uh, Women of Influence title. I think it was last year. But we have a Women of Influence Summit happening right before Housing War Annual in uh later in the fall and so the day before we're just bringing together the women of the industry to talk about um you know a lot of the themes that patty addresses which is creating room at the table how to find a mentors how to find allies within your company how to balance work uh, that's a conversation i've been able to have with patty and also just when it comes to this idea of work-life harmony maybe balance doesn't exist but how can you have harmony in that and stealing that phrase from clayton our collins our ceo but i know he's gotten that phrase I think elsewhere, I don't think he coined it, but how have we found work-life balance? Because I think a lot of us are passionate about what we do. So I think, you know, conversations like this, which have been really exciting to have, are just going to happen more in um, in Scottsdale's Arizona when it comes to also just all of these themes that she focuses on from mentorship, creating allies, you know, becoming one of the first women to IPO. I mean, there's other women who are on that, you know, career trajectory, and that's, you know, a goal for them at their companies. I'm so glad you brought this up. You know that this is this is one of our passion points. You and I, um, we we love empowering men, women, thinking about women, and we have so many women in our space that um, do an incredible job that we we look up to and also just want to learn from. Um, we've been to lots of great women events. We like the empower events. We like other events we've been to that are and, and so we wanted to honor and learn from the people that that we've recognized as women of influence at Housing Wire. And I remember I, I joined Housing Wire shortly after you did, I think six months later, nine months later. Yeah, and, about six um, months later. Yeah. And I, I missed the first woman of influence program that we did, but I've been involved with them ever since. And they just, I've never been so inspired. It's just so fun to see all the different things that people have done. And um, of course, reading through people who don't read through, um, nominations probably don't know this, but it can make you feel like, wow, what am I doing with my life? The rising stars, you know, those are, those are like our under 40 goal, but it's also super inspiring because you just see, um, what people have accomplished. Um, and, and we pick people who, you know, it's not only like, oh, this is a lifetime achievement, but we think they're, they're leaders now. They are influencers now and, and for the years to come. And so it's great to, um, have that summit ahead of, um, ahead of our, annual, which is October 3rd through 5th, as you said, in Scottsdale, Arizona. So really looking forward to having everybody there. Yeah. And then to go back and answer your question that I, of course, <laughs> sidetracked to my favorite passion project when it comes to just creating connections in this space um, is, you know, another thing that you and I also love to spotlight is the CUDA section. That's another area that um, this industry is finding creative ways to give back and make an impact to the space. The one that we spotlighted in um, in the April issue, I'll just do a plug. I love LinkedIn. I love being on LinkedIn, connecting with the industry there, and I'm always checking 
posts there just to figure out the ways that people are giving back. So if you ever want to be featured in things or spotlight, feel free to just use the platform that we're already, already hyper engaged in for connecting. But I was scrolling through and saw a post from Total Expert on their team traveling to help the New Orleans area Habitat for Humanity to rebuild a home. And so they're actually based in the Twin Cities up in Minneapolis, but they took a team trip. A group of them went down to help the Hurricane Ida relief efforts and came together to build a home. And that stood out to me for two reasons. One, it's um, you know a, a way that a company that touches the housing space is giving back, but also they gave back in a way that's relevant to the housing space. They help someone build a house so it was this like meta situation where they tapping into an industry that they're already so hyper involved in and finding ways to get back so um they mentioned that's only the first of more they're gonna do but they just have great pictures there of just like the team coming together building the, you know the, the wooden structure together um what's the words i'm looking for the the framing of the <laughs> building the, <laughs> um, the literal foundation um and coming together to build that as a team and just making that event so that's something we always like to highlight and just value. You know, uh, we do like to highlight it because we feel we know because we're in the news business and people send us this and we're connected with a lot of people, how how much good people in our industry do. And so as a media organization, sometimes, you know, we, we have to report on the bad. Uh, we, we have to report on the things that aren't so pleasant. But we also want to make sure we're highlighting the things that are so right with our industry. And, and many times it's an individual person within the company who takes the time, it could come from the top, it could come from anywhere. And someone who's really a leader in that company to, to who, you know, gathers people around them and really galvanizes people to, to make a difference. And we see it over and over again. We see it with veterans. We see it with this kind of habitat for humanity. And we love spotlighting that. So I would just say here, our listeners, if you're like, hey, we do this at our company, you know, uh, drop us a line. Brenna, I think this is great for um, other things too. Like if people want to be a part of the Woman of Influence uh, day before our HW annual, if they have some a commentary they want to give you for the magazine or they want to let you know about their kudos, how do they get in touch with you? Yeah, so we just went through an email shift. So I'm just going to point that out for anyone because we like to stay connected. But um, our email now is Brenna, so B-R-E-N-A at hwmedia.com. Um, previously, I used bnathousandware.com. That still works as well. So whichever way is better if you have in your system, use that to Sarah's point, um, whether it's kudos, Women of Influence Forum, um, commentaries, we love to hear it and um, accept all submissions. And Except to review. <laughs> <laughs> I also feel like it's key to your role as the, you know, the director of HW Plus, which is really all about building community with our readers and engagement. Yeah. And I would, I mean, just to go back to the Patty conversation, I think what's cool when you build this hyper um, highly connected community, that's really how you come together and make change. Something that I've noticed is a theme and whether it's our awards or, or even within our member community is that we are the sum of the people who are we, we're working with. And I know that phrase kind of has different versions to it, but it's the idea of like a leader really cares about their team and we're all coming together and it's going to take a group effort. I'd also recommend, this is in the tech world, but if you listen to Clayton Collins has the Housing Nude podcast, he recently on the housing news podcast had an episode with pat kinsel and then um i think spruce 
And there's this unique underlying message in that podcast that I was thought was very new, but something we always strove for, which is how people and tech companies are coming together now more to make to make change. I mean, that's how I think it was um, Pat and Spruce came together in order to find alignment in areas to move the the tech market forward and how can they have synergy and those things. And, and that would, was just, yeah. I would just, no, I was just going to say Pat Kinzel is the CEO of Notarize. And yeah. so they're yeah. working with Spruce. Yeah. Two different yeah. companies, but really to your point, working together. Working together and just that would, and even address it. And if you listen to that podcast interview is, and that's the same, I think, theme that we, you know, is coming through in this industry. It's coming through in our member community. It's like, how can we come together now and have a lot more like open hands on how to, you know, bring for the, you know, using our own housing wire to move markets forward. So I'd highly recommend that podcast. I think it's a great insight into how Notarize and Spruce have partnered together to create change in the tech world. And then you can also see that I know in the title spaces we're talking about, you can see it in the retail space and it all comes back to this like member this community focused aspect of the industry. And that is what we're passionate about too. We love this industry. We love the people in it. We love connecting with it. And so let us know, reach out. Brenna, as always, it's great to have you on. We'll have you on next month as well. Um, and maybe even in the meantime. Thanks so much for having me, Sarah. According to a recent article on the Great Resignation by MIT Sloan Management Review, more than 40% of all employees were thinking about leaving their jobs at the beginning of 2021. And that figure only grew as the year went on. So how are leaders finding ways to retain valued employees? Or maybe you're even asking these questions as a leader yourself. Step one to addressing this, empowering team members to take ownership of their professional growth. This is why we've invited leadership coach and author Renee Rodriguez to join us for this HW Plus virtual masterclass. Think of this class as a one-stop shop on what you need to know to take your leadership to the next level. Go to housingwire.com to learn more and register. Thanks for listening to Housing Wire Daily. If you haven't already, we'd love for you to take a minute to rate the show and leave a comment. And make sure to tune in tomorrow for more news and insight.